What's up, you freaks? I'm back, and I'm going to rank some more Futurama episodes. We're up to episode 8 of season 1, but first, you know what time it is. It's time to sprocket another Zaps potato chips flavor. I got some ASMR cringles for you right here. I am going to be sampling the New Orleans kettle-style voodoo chip from Zaps. Now, I've already ranked the dill and the spicy Cajun as both number one, but let's see how voodoo... Actually, I had some of these earlier, but I'm going to take one and eat it into the microphone to refresh my taste buds. Mm, I'm going to move the pop screen so you really get that full effect. Mm, This is not as good. So... Put it at the bottom. So the Zaps sprocket list is Dill and Cajun at number one. Voodoo at number two. Voodoo's not bad, but uh, it would be it would not be the one I reach for. Sorry. I like the packaging. Um, we're here to talk about Futurama and rank it. And we're talking about a big piece of garbage, which is the eighth episode. Let's jump into my notes. At the Stinger, we have Professor Farnsworth. And uh, he's talking like he's actually an inventor now. Um, I don't recall him ever being described as or acting like an inventor prior to this. He's always just been kind of an eccentric old man. I guess in the first episode, I think he references the fact that he's an inventor. But now, he is. is, He's earned his coat that he wears. He is an inventor, and he's going to this inventor's conference uh, where we meet Wernstrom, who is basically Squilliam Fancy Son. Uh, Before... We'll say before Squilliam Fancy Son existed, he is Professor Farnsworth's rival and former student, and uh, his mouth is like a turtle's mouth, which I appreciate. Uh, the speaker at this conference of inventors is Ron Popeil, the inventor of the Mr. Microphone or something. Like, what? <laughs> what, what kind of references are these? Who would we be referencing nowadays? Like... Uh, uh tertiary character from jungle what's the tiger show that people like the tiger band that i can't think of anybody who is like a c-list or d-list celebrity right now i feel like we just don't have the time for it given that there's a global pandemic happening and people have bigger things to worry about than d-list celebrities so i cannot give you an example but this ron character uh, they were not stretching the old checkbook when they were getting guest people to come in for Futurama, but I digress. Um, Wernstrom, it's like this competition you see between inventors each year to come up with the coolest invention, and uh, I really, really, really like Wernstrom's, which is a reverse scuba suit. He's got his little fish cinnamon who swims into the scuba suit, and it is the most adorable thing. I was beside myself. It picks up a little bone or a newspaper or something, and it's just like... Burp, burp, burp really really like this um i'm just into this concept of all these inventors getting together in a room and showing off whatever weird inventions they come up with sadly uh professor parnsworth who i guess is senile uh now uh forgets that he is exhibiting the same thing he exhibited last year so he comes up with something on the spot which is a smell scope that he invented already so he already has it built which is nice you know, that's just, you, you can call it convoluted, that's just economical storytelling, you know? We don't need to go through the process, he's already got it built. And then we can get into the main plot. Futurama does this a lot, where it's like, up until the first commercial break, it's this uh, 
story happening and then they kind of forget about the story and then it's like this other bigger story um actually do an okay job bringing warnstrom back into this main plot but uh we are transitioning into fry discovering this giant ball of garbage via smell through the smelloscope and we learn that this ball of garbage is all the garbage that it was accumulating in new york city at the end of the 20th century and they fired it as a rocket into space and now it has returned a thousand years later to destroy new york city by that seems like uh slim odds knowing how planetary movement works that it would just happen to land in the exact same spot where they fired it from a thousand years later seems a bit suspect but let's roll with it because all it's doing is setting up basically an armageddon parody which is really weird in this show that takes place in the year 3000 because they show them and it's like the right stuff and all this you know where they're like walking to the ship and they got the spacesuits on and everything but they go to space all the time in the second episode they went to space and fry was in like a t-shirt and amy was in sweatpants and they're like we're in space but they have to like suit up for this mission i guess we haven't really seen them in space space we've just seen them on planets so i'll give it a pass hey they went to a robot planet and they didn't have to wear helmets but you like robots probably don't need to breathe so maybe there's not oxygen on that planet uh i'll consult the wiki after this recording but yes they're basically just setting up this armageddon parody where they have to go blow up the uh asteroid of trash which is cute it's cute when the professor put the timer upside down uh it's very convenient in a way that i like i said convenient but it's actually convenient that that happened for storytelling purposes um somewhere in there i have a note here and i don't know where this happens in the timeline but uh i really like that fry is quoting uh major inventions his generation would have been a part of and he says the cotton gin which is not the right um century as they point out but also i just like that the cotton gin is his go-to because i remember in high school and middle school it was shoved down our throats how important the cotton gin was but that's such a weird pull for him to go with but i like it um this episode has a ton of retro technology bender steals a crt tv the lady has a tape recorder they're listening to it's like they're not even trying but i like it you don't even notice it after a while but i like it that they're just like not even trying to have future tech it's all just whatever was around in 99 uh it doesn't make any sense but it's cute um it's kind of just pointing out that this show is just satire and it taking place in the future barely has any bearing on most of what happens in the show and that is totally fine uh because i they still throw enough bones to my sci-fi bone loving mouth that i'm okay um there's a part where fry misses the button and it's maybe my favorite fry moment of all time my favorite comedic fry moment is where there's a big red button to launch the rocket and it has concentric rings around it and he goes oops (laughs) and he misses the button and then he presses it it's perfect it takes up a second of your life and it makes your life so much better to see fry miss the big stupid button and hey at the end of the day they save New York by Fry teaching everyone how to make trash again because everybody is so green. Uh, he teaches them to be terrible people again. And it saves the day because it'll be somebody else's problem next time when this next ball of garbage they shot swings back around 
and that's something I think we can all put in our pockets. Uh, I haven't really spoken qualitatively about this episode. Uh, I think it's fine. It's definitely one of the classic Futurama episodes, but uh, it's there's nothing really here that stands out. There's nothing to grab you too too much. Um, it's got a nice pace to it. It's got it's got zingers and gaffs aplenty, but uh, it's not one of my favorites. I think. Um, to look at my sheet, sorry I keep swallowing. I think this chip is poisoning me. That's fine. Uh, the best episode so far has been My Three Sons, and then the series has landed Love, Slavers, Lost in Space, Fear of a Bot Planet, A Fish Full of Dollars, Space Pilot 3000, and I, a Roommate. This list is going to take forever by the end. There's like 80 episodes of the show, plus movies or something. Yikes. Um, I'm going to put this in third place below The Series Has Landed, but above La- Love's Love, 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 Space. And I think that's the perfect place for it. And if you disagree, you can bite my shorts. Bite my shorts. Hey, join us next time when Leela gets another eye.